This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 993 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you, one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Driving Radio Show, and Coachman David Saunders joins show host Glenn to answer a listener email about what to do when your driving horse bolts. Anybody who's ever driven a horse has been there. And we'll get right to our tip after this shopping tip from EquestrianCollections.com. Hey, horse folks, Coach Jen here, and I'm here with Debbie from Equestrian Collections. And Debbie has the much-anticipated Equestrian Collections product of the week. Take it away, Debbie. Hi, Jen. This week I'm going to be featuring the Kelly Tech Trek Neoprene Armband Phone Holder. The reason I picked this out, your listeners know I've talked about phone holders before. This one is new. Um, it goes on your arm just like some of the other ones. Uh, and not on your leg. It's not big enough to go on your leg. It goes on your arm. But what it does is actually fits smartphones. <laughs> it actually does fit Woo-hoo. smartphones because we tried it. It's eight inches by seven, um, and the inner dimensions are five and a half by five. So you know it's going to fit. And not only that, we tested this out. You can actually use your phone while it's still on your arm. You, we actually did that. We could move around and open it and close it, make calls, whatever you need to do while it's on your arm, which I think is huge for trail riding, huge. Um, you don't have to pull it out and hold rain somewhere. You can do all this while it's actually on your body. comes in a bunch of colors, um, but I also wanted to mention that you can match this item. Kelly, you just look on our website under Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, uh, look under their Tech Trek stuff and it, there's backpacks there's lunch packs there's other kinds of cell phone holders lanyards eyeglass cases uh, water bottle holders koozies all these things that you can get that actually match this stuff so that especially i'm thinking again i know it's a little early to be thinking about christmas but not really you can get an entire and they need to get it soon because i'm telling you this time of year this stuff sells out really fast because kids are going back to school. And it's not just for riding anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, lunch coats and things like that. So you can get an en- entire set of things that match. And I just thought this was really cool that you can actually use the phone while you don't have to take it out of the case. To yeah. Use it. Uh, just go to equestriancollections.com and type in Kelly Tech Trek, and you'll find the whole family right there for you to buy and have delivered to your house. Well, now we do have a question from a listener, and this is from Teresa in Idaho. Wanted to hear from you. She said, I drive a Shetland pony about 14 hands named Millie. I have had her and been driving her for four years with little or no drama. The other day when I was driving in the woods, something spooked her, and she bolted like a rocket. (laughs) It was the wildest ride I've ever had. When it happened, I didn't know what to do, as this was the... as this had never happened to me before. What should you do when a horse bolts? And David, I got to tell you, I was driving my my little rescue hackney over the weekend. We were on the roads through the neighborhood here. Jennifer was riding her horse. And we were trotting. Jennifer was trotting behind me. And some horses 
came flying down through the woods in a farm right next to the road and spooked my pony. And he, this is the first time he's ever bolted. Now, you know, for, fortunately, there were no cars coming because he bolted into the left lane. Uh, which well, I don't know why they always seem to do that, but they do. And, you know, I managed after about two, 300 yards to get him under control. I'd love for you to answer the question, and then I, I want to see if I did it right. Well, so. like all of these answers, there's no simple answer. It all depends what causes the horse to, to run away. Generally, it's some sort of spooking. Um, which is I, the case I, with this lady, girls and, and my ponies. Well, yes, it, it depends what causes it to spook. But, of course, basically it's, it's normally and almost always is driver error. You should be paying attention all the time. And normally these runaways happen when the reins are too loose. So um, you, you really need to be aware of what's going on around you. But if, if all that fails and the horse is running away, um, there are several things you can do. You can actually try to turn the horse but not too sharp. It all depends on how much the horse is, or pony is running away. If you've got no feeling at all, you really need to try and stay in a straight line. I remember years ago when I was training for the Queen, I was driving four horses uh, at Sandringham on the estate in Sandringham, and they have these um, propane guns that keep the pigeons off the crops, and they'd been told, the farmers, to keep them well off the tracks, but someone had left one right by the track, and this cannon went off right by the horses but i was right next to a plowed field so i just swung the four horses into the plowed field and actually cracked them on the ass with the whip to make them go and they soon stopped running away of course you can't always do that but um try to turn try to talk to the horse remember that to stop a horse or to control a horse 50 percent is the release so you have to pull on the rein but you also have to let it go so and, and really, that's a tough thing to do sometimes is to, you know, when a horse is running away, you want to kind of hang on for grim death. But if you can, in a straight line, try to release the reins a little bit so the horse kind of relaxes its jaw a little bit and then take it back again. That's another thing you can do. Um, but if all else feels, fail, fails, then really you're... you're need to turn into a hedge or or something like that to stop the horse it all depends on how the horse or pony's running away but generally the best thing to do is try to avoid those things but of course what we do with horses is is we're at the mercy of our surroundings and things always can go wrong and um so you have to be prepared all the time but the biggest thing you can do is try to be aware of what's going on and don't be surprised yeah, I didn't see these, uh, in my case, I didn't see these horses coming. They just barreled down, and they, it was, they were coming through woods. So you, Lord knows what it sounded like to the pony, you know. Uh, it sounded like a bear, I'm sure, to him. And, and believe you me, you can speak to Chester Weber, Michael Freund, Icebrand Chardon, Cos de Ronde. Everyone has had a runaway at one stage. Everyone. You talk about, we were talking earlier on about poor Leslie having a bit breaking. I was driving a pair and a bit broke. I was only training at the time, but luckily the other horse kind of stopped the young horse. But, um, you know, anything, lots of different things can cause the runaway. But the, the worst thing you can do is to try to join in the, uh, the fervor of the thing, it, you know, because the horse is normally frightened. And if you start screaming and shouting and other people start screaming and shouting, that's really that you just add to the mix and the horse gets even more frightened. So it, you have to really try to stay calm and try to talk to your horse and try to a good boy, good girl, whatever the horse's name is or pony's name is, try to talk to it. And as I say, try to release the reins. Don't just hold on for grim death. Which is hard to do when your adrenaline's pumping. Exactly. <laughs> but, 
but you have to think outside the box. That's really what, what tends to happen is, but, you know, if the horse starts to bolt, you squeeze on the reins really hard. The blood drains out the horse's mouth, you know, on, on its gums and on its tongue and everywhere else like that. It doesn't feel anything. And so you're pulling against nothing. So you really have to try and release to get that blood going, even if it's just for a couple of seconds, and then take a pull again. And it's hard because um, uh, it's it's hard... It's hard because you're obviously your adrenaline's going, and like in my case, that's the first time in 20 years I had a horse bolt on me. So you don't get much practice. Uh, it's not something you practice all the time. Well, and the, and the other problem with having a carriage behind it is that you know the, the, if it's a two wheeler, it's liable to tip over. Uh, if it's a four wheeler, it's liable to uh, to fishtail. So you have the the other added complication of you know pulling this lump of wood and iron that's strapped on the horse um but but as i say if if both you people uh, i don't know whether Teresa she didn't really say how she survived but she said it was a wild ride but hopefully she, her and the pony survived quite well but and and again the other thing to do is to you know literally metaphorically get back on the horse again and start driving it again because if you don't you kind of lose you know the horse will lose so much confidence well, that's what happened here, and what I managed to get the pony stopped, and the way I did it, it's interesting what you said. It, you know, we were probably two, three hundred yards down the road at this point. I managed to get him to turn away from the ditch in the woods that he was heading towards, um, and uh, I, I did. Now that you're saying that, I realize I did release. You know, I was pulling pretty hard at first because I, I got caught off guard. Everything you said that you weren't supposed to do, I did, because I, I was sort of half paying attention. You know, it was all of that you said was true. Because yeah. um, they kind of do get you into a sense of, you know, we were just out for a Sunday morning drive and nothing, you know, nothing exciting was happening. Um, but then, uh, you know, I did manage to get him by saying, instead of saying, whoa, which is what I was saying before, uh, I said, he knows the command walk from a trot to a walk. And when I said walk, I could see his light bulb come back on. Right. You know, he had totally lost it before then. Right. But when I said walk, his light bulb came back on. And then I was able to, uh, I was able to seesaw, a very slow seesaw with the reins a little bit and got his attention back. Um, and, and that's it. Also, what you did was the other thing that I, I kind of touched on, but really probably, probably didn't explain so much is, you know, Generally, it's your own horse, so you know the horse's body language. If the horse is really, as you said, the, the, the light had gone off, you know, there was no talking to it. The horse goes rigid like a poker and it's not hearing or seeing or doing anything. You have to try and divert its attention by doing something else. And uh, you did the right thing and read the, read the animal's body language and, and then try to work on it when the animal shows some sign of resistance or, or not not resisting, as it were. Well, I managed to get him stopped, and of course, I was the only one in the cart, and uh, Jennifer came, <laughs> we had a second bolt, because Jennifer came up, and she, she you know, she was trotting on her horse, well, he heard that coming up behind him, and he took off again. I managed to get him stopped much quicker that time, and she came a l around a long way and managed to get in front of him. Uh, and there's, and there's, two, there's two main causes. There's either sight or sound, which causes the horse to run away. Now, it sounds like yours was, was a sound, sound issue. Yep. And he yeah. is a hackney, and I think he was trained as a hack, as a roadster right. early on, which, you know what they do with the sound issues with them. Right. And which, they plug their ears, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and of course, they make a lot of sounds, too. And I think he, you know, he does have a problem with sounds behind him, and we've been working on doing some desensitization training uh, out of harness with that. Um, but yeah, we have some more work to do. He's not parade ready yet. 
<laughs> no, but but the other thing to do is to is to you know what I would advise with your horse is to talk to him more. You know, because what tends to happen is that whenever I give people lessons, you know, I say you know say something to your horse, communicate with it, because you know we have sev- several contacts with the horse. We have a, a, a physical contact through the reins and the bit and the whip, and we have a vocal communication, and we also have this ethereal kind of communication but a lot of people don't they, they they just want to rely on the physical contact whereas just like leslie brendel she said to uh, uh her horse steady boy whoa stop stand still and he did it so what i would recommend for you is to try to talk to your horse more while you're driving it you know and get it get the horse more and and if 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 another noise is taking his attention away increase your noise a good boy, a good girl, or whatever you know. Um, so, so that, that your animal's listening to you rather than listening to the noise. That's a good point, and I don't talk to him enough, probably when we drive. No, uh, and it's this, and it, and this comes from the riding world. You know, the dress, ridden dressage people are, are really, and and I've taught a lot of people to drive that have come from the ridden dressage world, and they really have a problem because they have to be so quiet all the time. Yeah, they're not allowed to talk. to They're them. not allowed to talk, <laughs> but, but actually talking to your horse, communicating to your horse. Is, is 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 really a boon in 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 competition driving especially when you're driving a multiple um because you need to connect with those leaders that are 22 foot away from you good point very good david i appreciate that and i hope we helped Teresa out a little bit as well and i hope it all ended well um and you know uh if you have a question for david and you want to get an answer just send it to uh glenn at horseradionetwork.com and i'll make sure that the next episode david's on that we answer any questions you have about driving or harness or or whatever you know carriages much. carriages yeah whatever you have a question about just send it to glenn with two ends at horseradionetwork.com and we'll get it answered on the next show well there you go you can find links to today's guests as well as more tips on topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. And now you can have every single one of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go when you get the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone or Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of equestriancollections.com and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.